Welcome to Readjusting My Crown Podcast, a show designed to help you release patterns that no longer serve you and claim the life of happiness, healing, and success you deserve on your terms. I'm your host, Carlesia, and I'm passionate about empowering you to put your best foot forward in order to live your life unapologetically. Every week, you'll get insight and tips on different topics surrounding personal development, establishing and maintaining relationships with others, and overall working to become the very best version of you. Be sure to head over to the Readjusting My Crown Facebook page to continue the conversation after each episode. Let's get started. Hello, my Thrivers. I hope everyone is having a great week so far. It is Wednesday, good old hump day, and we are still in the middle of a pandemic caused by the onset of the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Many of us are still in a shelter-in-place situation where we're being asked to stay home as much as possible and engage in social distancing while we're out and about. This pandemic has caused a great deal of stress, anxiety, frustration, and even loss of jobs for many out there. I know that this is a tough time, but I do believe that we'll get through it and hopefully be stronger for it. So first and foremost, I want to say I hope everyone had a happy Easter. I know we couldn't do much for Easter because we were stuck in the house, but I do hope that people were able to get together with their family and friends or at least communicate online with their family and friends. Um, Those of you who are Christians, I do hope that you were able to still view a sermon, even though you may not have been able to go to church to hear the sermon. Um, I mentioned in the last podcast episode that I was going to do the next episode on self-care while we're still in the midst of this pandemic. I wanted to discuss self-care because it's extremely important that we continue to take care of ourselves during this difficult time, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally. It's super easy to get lost in the noise all around us from watching the news, heading to work if you're considered an essential worker at this time, the increase in noise at home from having everyone home at the same time, and even social media noise. We are all experiencing something new and out of the norm, and we're all having to adjust to a new way of life at this time. So even if you're already an introvert that stays home most of the time, the world is still transforming right now in a way that we aren't used to. So I wanted to do an episode that speaks to self-care that you can maintain right at home during this time of quarantining in order to help you keep it together. I put together a list of things that can be done as well as things that I engage in that can be helpful to all you thrivers out there that are trying to make the best of this time. You want to make sure that during this time you're making sure not to just check on the updates of this virus and the numbers of people who have it. It's it's not just about social distancing and protecting yourself and your loved ones from coming in contact with anyone that has the virus. You also want to make sure you're checking in with yourself. You know, how are you feeling during this time physically? How are you coping mentally and emotionally? How are you processing your thoughts and what you know about this pandemic? 
Self-care needs to be at the forefront of your mind during this time because you are more likely to make healthier decisions, control your emotions, and process your feelings when you're actively holding yourself accountable to practice self-care. So I've come up with a quick list of tips to help you keep your self-care going while we're at home in the shutdown. Tips that are going to help you in different areas to still make healthy choices for your self-preservation. And these tips may or may not fit your day-to-day lifestyle, and that's okay. Keep the tips that are helpful and tweak the ones that you can to make them more relatable for you. I know everyone's idea of self-care consists of different practice, so by all means, take these as just suggestions and not the law. I just feel that we can all use reminders of how to find ways to care for ourselves during this time. So, number one is making time to unwind. Even with parents dealing with their kids doing the virtual learning, those of you that have to work from home, those of you that still have to travel to work daily, make sure you're setting aside time to relax, breathe, and do things that actually make you happy. Rest allows you moments to help restore your mental space. It helps you relax your nerves, and it also helps restore your health if you find yourself feeling under the weather. So make time for you time. Do things that make you feel at peace and relaxed. Do things that's, that's going to make you smile, stuff that'll make you laugh. Unwinding is all about taking yourself away from your normal hustle and bustle. Number two is doing things to help keep your immune system strong and healthy. This is, of course, very important in these times because the coronavirus has a tendency to have a more dangerous, if not fatal, impact on those with compromised immune systems or underlying health issues. So you want to definitely find ways to keep boosting your immune system. Some ways that you can do that is to make sure you're getting a proper intake of all the vitamins and nutrients you need, drinking lots of water, practicing healthy hygiene, and also getting a little bit of consistent exercise. All these things work well in keeping your immune system fighting for you, so don't be afraid to evaluate your healthy choices and make the changes that you need. Another good way to help keep your immune system strong is to add healthier foods into your daily diet. Some example of foods that help with boosting your immune system are sunflower seeds, garlic, green tea, eating greens in your salads, almonds, and even fruits like papaya, kiwi, and citrusy type fruits like grapefruits, oranges, and tangerines. I actually recently have added sea moss gel and soon elderberry into my healthy eating choices. Um, I purchased those things through my friend that has a business called Maconan Naturals. So if you're interested in trying out CMOS gel, I can speak on that one because I've been taking that one for quite some time now and it is very helpful. I can definitely feel a difference. It's like allergy dope. I feel like all my allergy symptoms have disappeared within only a few days of starting to take the CMOS gel. So I definitely send my approval for everyone that is curious about trying CMOS gel or curious about checking out Makona Naturals. Definitely check that business out. She is doing some great things and she has some some more great valuable things that we need to put into our bodies that she's going to have on sale for 
really soon. So I'm excited for that. Like I said, elderberry is next up on my list to try, but I'm definitely going to keep CMOS gel in the rotation. I found plenty different ways to use it. Um, Sometimes I take a a tablespoon by itself. Sometimes I add it into my food and I just recently started using it as a facial because I found out it is also good for the skin. So that's just my take on that. (laughs) Number three is meditation. I don't know if you engage in meditation or not already, but meditation is a great way to make sure you're taking care of your mental space. The deep breathing and calming exercises help you to relax, not just your mind, but also your body and soul. And this doesn't have to be a religious thing. Anyone can engage in meditation and add it to their daily practice. It's actually recommended by a lot of therapists and life coaches due to the calming effect it has on those suffering from anxiety, stress, or just a cluttered, overthinking mind. You don't have to spend all day meditating or set aside hours for it. Try to just set aside moments here and there throughout your day to just clear your mind and breathe, even if it's just for 10 to 15 minutes if you're just starting out or you don't have much alone time. It's amazing what just 10 to 15 minutes of focusing on breathing can do for your mental state and your energy. Number four is to unplug from the world. I know this may be easier said than done, but find time to make yourself unplug from watching the constant COVID-19 updates and the death tolls. Give yourself a break away from the press conferences and the negative news about what's going on in the world right now. Give yourself a break from the people on social media constantly posting about it and the news pages that are posting articles regarding it. That's not to say stay in the dark about the virus and what's going on, but Do you really need to drain yourself by watching every single COVID-related news? By reading every fear-inspired post? By reading about every case or every death confirmed? None of this news puts anyone in a positive space. And it's important that you find a place of positivity right now to care for yourself instead of continuing to expose yourself to bad news day in and day out. Number five is to play dress up. I know you're probably thinking, why is she suggesting something so silly? I know, I know. It does sound kind of childish the way I put it, but hear me out. A lot of times when we dress better and spruce up our outer appearance more, we feel better internally. You know the old saying, when you look good, you feel good. Well, you may not have anywhere to go, but that doesn't mean that you can't dress up and fix yourself up nice just for you while you're at home. Try on some of those cute dresses you haven't been able to wear out. Throw on that diva outfit that you love to wear when you step out with your girlfriends. Try out that new hairstyle you've been eyeing on YouTube while you have time to tweak and improve it to your liking in your own mirror with no critics. Improve on those makeup tips you always complain about never being able to do well but wanting to try. You don't need the world to make you feel beautiful. You can do that for yourself in the privacy of your own home. It's not only a way that takes your mind off of all the bad news, but it's also a great way to help you boost your confidence and improve your beauty skills. So don't be afraid to turn your favorite music on and be your own runway model for a while just to have some fun while setting aside your stress. Number six is give yourself phone breaks. Now, I'm not saying disconnect from the rest of the world completely, 
Because, of course, some of us have family members we have to check up on. Some of us have bosses that are still giving us work updates and much more that we would need to have our phones turned on for. However, allot yourself times where you feel comfortable just leaving your phone in another room or on the charger and doing something else to enjoy your time. This kind of break here and there will allow you to cut down on some of the noise and add more alone time for yourself. A lot of times we get caught up always answering everyone else's calls and spending a lot of time talking and listening to others that we forget to add in time to focus on ourselves. Part of self-care is allowing yourself to not be available to everything for everybody in the free time that you have. Even if people feel entitled to your time and attention, and believe me, a lot of people do, you are not obligated to give that to them until you want to. So don't be afraid to designate times or days throughout the social distancing phase where you distance yourself socially in order to maintain your peace and keep your stress levels as low as possible. People that care about you will understand this and they will respect your wishes with no hard feelings. Number seven is journaling. Journaling is a big part of my own self-care because it allows me to release things and declutter my heart, mind, and soul. Writing my feelings down not only helps me process my thoughts and feelings, but it also helps me to release those things easier instead of dwelling on them and overthinking everything. Things cycle less and less in my mind when I release them on paper that I can eventually dispose of or just put away. So I try to set aside time to journal every day or every other day, even if it's a really small entry. For me, writing brings relaxation and it helps put me in a more peaceful space. So it works as a form of self-care for me physically and mentally. A lot of times I go back and write in my journal the year of I am because I customize those affirmations for everyday issues, feelings, and growth topics that I know I can use as journaling prompts on any given day for self-care and reflection. If you're interested in finding out more about my journal, The Year of I Am, be sure to check out iCarlyWorld.com as well as Amazon. I know it may sound biased coming from the author herself, but it's a really great journal that I find to be extremely helpful no matter how many times I bring it back off the shelf and journal in it. It's gotten me through some very stressful and emotional times, and I hope that it will do the same for you. Speaking of books, I'll actually be doing a sale on all my books really soon and a giveaway, so stay tuned for that announcement on the Readjusted My Crown Facebook page and also in the Crown Conversations book chat. Number eight is switch things up. Often we find ourselves going through the same routine day in, day out, almost like a machine. And this routine can sometimes cause us to feel like we're stuck in a rut and stagnant, which can lead to added stress, disappointment, anxiety, and cause us to start feeling down on ourselves. So switch things up in ways that you can. Switch times around and play with your work schedule and breaks you take. Remix your after work routine to include relaxing and unwinding first before you jump into parenting or domestic responsibilities. Remix your workout to something different and exciting instead of the same routine. Find ways to spice things up and get you out of the same routine because like it's always been said, to get results you've never had, you have to do things you've never done. Get out of your comfort zone by trying new things or trying old things in a different way. 
Number nine is don't be afraid of getting help. If you find yourself feeling depressed, suicidal, or just feel like you may be spiraling into deep anxiety during this time, don't be afraid to reach out to speak to someone in your support circle. If you're struggling with an addiction or find yourself trying to cope with all that's happening by self-medicating with drugs and alcohol, there are resources and support groups that are only a phone call or a login away. Don't be ashamed or afraid to get the support and the listening ear that you need during this time because only you know how to truly identify your true feelings and things you're struggling with right now. You don't have to be alone even if you live alone. And this also pertains to those that may be in an abusive household with someone during this time. There are hotlines you can call to get the assistance you need discreetly. Right now, abuse incidents are increasing due to everyone being at home more than usual. But that doesn't mean that you have to suffer while you're, while you're home. If you're interested in some of these resources, please feel free to reach out to me on any of my social media accounts or email me at carlicialewis at yahoo.com for links and phone numbers. I definitely want to help in any way that I can. And last but not least, number 10 is get your sleep. I will forever preach this not just to you, but also to myself because it's something I work at daily. Your body, mind, and soul needs proper rest in order to restore and be rejuvenated. Sleep helps to improve our thinking, our stress levels, our anxiety, and also it helps to boost our immune systems. So it's important you're getting a healthy amount of sleep hours each day while you have this extra time at home. Even if that means setting alarms to remind you to prepare for a certain amount of sleep hours or developing a pre-sleep routine that helps you ease into sleep a little easier or even utilizing sleep aids like melatonin if that's something you're into. Sleep is a necessity when it comes to self-care because you cannot function at 100% physically or mentally without a decent amount of sleep. So those are the 10 tips that I do have regarding self-care for this episode. I am very excited that this is our 10th episode. We are getting through the beginning of 2020 in an amazing way. And I'm very excited. Um, I didn't know how long I was going to keep going with this podcast even though it was planned out I was very nervous about starting it and actually opening it up to the public so being that this is now the 10th episode I'm, I'm very pleased with how things have gone I'm still constantly working to improve the podcast and bring even more helpful tips for you guys so Be sure to stay tuned, subscribe, share these podcasts with other people. Um, If you haven't already, join the Crown Conversations Facebook chat where we do ask questions from time to time and bring up topics that we can discuss and go a little further on these podcast episodes in depth with more tips if you have them. So once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Those of you that have listened to every episode, thank you guys for continuing to be so supportive and we will see you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And until next time, ready, set, grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs>